Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin, and today we're here to give our spoiler-free, again, spoiler-free thoughts on Scream VI, aka Scream 6. I accidentally almost put in IV, and I'm like, no, that's 15. That's a lot of Scream movies. We need to get rid of Roman numerals as a society. I don't, I don't know. I like them, but at the same time, I don't because clearly, you know, with it being Scream, it fits here for Scream 6. But for the review, I'm probably just going to put like in the actual title, just Scream 6. But then again, I don't know. It's like SEO searches and optimizations. It gets really weird. But yes, we're talking about Scream 6 today. This is our spoiler-free review. We will not be covering spoilers at any given moment during this review or in the future because we want this podcast episode to be evergreen for people who can listen to it down the road and not be spoiled by this movie if they haven't seen it. So... Before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions so Devin are you ready just to dive into this review or first off how's your how's your day been your your day's been good a a nice taco Tuesday for you I kind of want tacos now it's a good idea might uh might make some after this yeah we have to probably go down to the bodega in uh New York York City I I know this nice little place and uh hopefully we won't get stabbed there all along the way but (laughs) do you want to play a game yeah. What's your favorite scary movie, Devin? <laughs> the Babadook. The Babadook. Was it Babadook or Babadook? Babadook? Yeah, that's what it was from Scream. Well, Scream 2022. I actually haven't seen that movie. Have you? I have, yeah. It is It is pretty good. Definitely elevated. Oh, that, okay. That, oh, so- I know that phrase is very <laughs> controversial. <laughs> I was going to say, we're back to the elevated horror thing. Uh, but let me truth be told, I feel like there is a difference between elevated horror. Not saying that it's better. It really just depends on what you like because there is more nuance and, you know, you can dig a little bit deeper into the movie's meaning. But yeah, I, hopefully this movie doesn't spark that conversation again, especially on Twitter. It has been super, super crazy. But without further ado, We'll be right back after this introduction to Scream 6. We're too high up. We can't get down from here. isn't like any other ghost face what is this place it's a shrine guys we've got to lure him in 
We execute him. Come on, mother! Scream. And we are back with our Scream 6 review. So, the way that this is going to go down, we're going to give our spoiler-free thoughts. You know, we're not going to get into spoilers here. We're going to talk about the movie without talking about the movie. And then we're going to give... We're going to mix it up. We're going to give our Scream rankings. Because I want to know what Devin's Scream rankings are. We haven't really talked about it. He doesn't have a letterbox, so I can't check on, you know, a random Tuesday. Then we're going to get into our final thoughts and our ratings. And then we'll get into our coming up next segment. And then we're going to be closing out here. But... To introduce the cast of Scream 6, this is directed by two people. We have Tyler Gillett and Matt Bettinelli Open. This movie also stars Melissa Barrera, Courtney Cox, and Jenna Ortega, just to name a few. And the story is as follows. In the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. And that's it. That's the whole movie. We can end the podcast right here, Devin. We can go home. <laughs> a six-minute podcast will be amazing. <laughs> but as I said before, we're going to get into our spoiler-free thoughts here. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his thoughts on Scream 6. So, Devin, what did you think of this movie? Boy, oh boy, Scream 6. It's so weird how... It's kind of just mirroring the original Scream, where Scream 1 comes out. It's a great success, and everybody loves it. So then they immediately make another movie the next year. It's happening again, this time around. It's just crazy how quickly they can pump these out. But I think, overall, I I found this this entry to be very refreshing. The New York setting, New York City setting, is just such a breath of fresh air. Just having the big city setting for such a big killer as Ghostface. Um, considering for all the other movies, if you've been in either Westboro or, or um, a similarly small college town, like we're just used to being in small college towns where it seems like it seems like everybody in Westboro is related. Like we're getting some Westeros vibes. Like at what point <laughs> is it just incestual? Everybody is related. But um, yeah, I like definitely like the setting. Got some got some interesting new characters added in here. Um, some familiar faces, especially in the beginning. And there's definitely some interesting kills. There's a lot of blood. I feel like there's definitely more blood than, than the last one, which is seem which is definitely a trope for um for uh, the second movie in a trilogy. They usually go more all out on the blood and gore for the second mm. one. I think they even mentioned it maybe, but yeah, overall a good time. Randy mentioned it. Yeah, it's that's classic Randy, Randy uh rule. <laughs> yeah so i you know what since we are talking you know non-spoilers here i'm gonna give my uh initial reactions after i walked out of the theater not initially after it i had it took me a while to kind of put this together because you know so many thoughts are racing through your head when you're watching a screen movie which is my favorite slasher franchise like all together, you know, I've been leaning into horror for the past few years. I feel like I've been doing a good job of it. I, I think Devin can kind of uh, attest to that for sure. Cause you know, Devin and I have known each other since we were like kids. It's called growth. <laughs> it is called growth. I, cause I think we saw scream four together. I think we did, but I could be wrong, but I'm I don't pretty, remember it was, seeing it in theaters. I, maybe I saw it with another group of friends, but Definitely gonna test. I used to be like the biggest baby when it came to like 
anything horror when we were younger. Like it was no bueno. It was not good whatsoever. But for my initial reactions for Scream 6, I stated that Scream 6 is all killer, no filler, and brilliantly invests in both legacy and new characters. Stepping into New York City provides the ideal atmosphere for new and creative kills. Ghostface is deadlier than ever before, and it's safe to say that the Scream franchise is an excellent hands which i stand by that statement you know we we were able to see this early i got to see a little bit earlier before devin um this past friday and then devin just saw it yesterday on on monday but yeah like you know i've been thinking about it like for the past few days and i'm like this is a great scream movie this is a great slasher movie Altogether, it builds off of the blocks of Scream 2022, like Devin had said. You know, this this episode, or excuse me, this next installment, it is almost like a parody of Scream 2 because these characters have moved to New York City. Um, they are now in college and they are trying to forget about the traumatizing events that happened in Scream, the requel, aka Scream. That came out in 2022. And like Devin said as well, you know, the first Scream was such a hit back in 1996. And then I believe Scream 2 came out like a year later, which is, you know, this is echoing the same thing. And I absolutely love the characters. I love the kills. Ghostface is literally insane. You know, we get to see him use a little bit of a pump action shotgun that was in the trailer. So that's not... Yeah, I was, was going to mention that one's in the trailers, and I was also going to bring it up. The shotgun Ghostfaces is definitely top tier for the franchise. Just, just yes. love to see it. I I truthfully think this is probably this is probably the scariest scream we've actually gotten in a while, and I've been wrestling to figure out where it lands in my scream ranking. I am going to see it again because I have been going through the screen movies um, as of late. So I, I kind of watched three, four and five somehow before this weekend, but it's going to get done. But of course it, this, this movie really just, it just feels like Wes Craven directed it. It feel, feels like he wrote it and it kept me guessing. Like I, there are leaks out there, by the way, for this movie and, you know, try to avoid them best that you can. But I had my theories of who the killers were, and I was dead wrong. And I had a very strong case as to why it could be, um, you know, who Ghostface is. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's this person. I don't really know. I talked about it with a few people, but it really is. It feels so organic. I feel more invested in these characters moving forward because you know they had a great intro for scream of 2022 but we get to see a little bit more in depth with these characters with the twins to see how close they are to each other and you know there might be some other new relationships forming within this new core four and i i I absolutely loved it um just all together like devin said ghost face with uh with a shotgun is very scary and it's you know it I think it's 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 a pretty good movie. Like it's a it's it's almost a perfect screen movie. 
Um, things that we can't talk about now, obviously, because we are <laughs> in non-spoiler. But those are just my initial reactions. But Devin, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up in this review that we haven't touched on already? Yeah, I just wanted to shout out a couple of the new additions we have here. Um, I think these are all pretty well known, but Samara Weaving, obviously, she's got that connection with the directors and writers from Ready or Not. So it's about time they got her in here. Um, we got Pug from She-Hulk, Josh Sagara. He's 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 in the in the crew now. That was a fun time. Um, we added in Spider from Avatar Two. <laughs> Don't know if you recognize him without without the. Uh, the 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 braids i guess you could call him wait oh is that him that's yeah. him did not recognize him at all gotta say did not recognize yeah, he's got, him he's got quite the quite the start here with his first two movies or first, first few <laughs> movies <laughs> that's funny yeah jack champion is his his name let's take a quick break did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear how can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Okay, okay, I got you. And of course, you know, one of the biggest fan favorites of Scream 4, which, by the way, is one of the best Scream movies ever. Kirby Reed, a.k.a. Hayden uh, Panettiere, uh, makes her return into the movie. She has been all over the marketing. What did you think of the new do? I know they released pictures before the movie of the the hair she's rocking. It's definitely, it's giving, it's giving me uh, First Lady vibes. Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, she, she looks good. Like, she looks really good. I loved her character in this movie. She's been easily, you know, a fan favorite. Um, it's apparently her, her first acting role in five years. She's been gone a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did read that, that she's kind of just been, you know, flying underneath the radar. But I will also say two more um, standouts would be, um, you know, Mindy and Chad Meeks Martin. I think they did a fantastic job, you know, them being twins and they really just add to this new group. And it feels as if we have a new group of scream main characters to follow throughout god knows how many they'll make of these but i think those already whispers of scream six has already i mean not six sorry scream seven has already been greenlit so we'll just have to wait and see there but i love the twins you know melissa uh, barrera as sam and of course we have jenna ortega killing it as always um and i'm wondering how many people are going to go watch this movie who are wednesday fans for jenna ortega alone <laughs> i'm very curious I mean, she definitely has her own following, so this is definitely oh, yeah. going to be a Ortega boost. I think this is it, it's going to be a big boost between new and old fans because you have Jenna Ortega, you know, who starred in Wednesday, and then you have Hayden coming back as Kirby, which was a huge fan favorite, and you're also getting the Yellow Jacket fans in there with uh, Jasmine uh, Savory Brown playing as Mindy. So, and we have the Legacy characters. As well with Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. So 
I do feel obligated to mention the the issue that that occurred with um, Nev Campbell um, mm. and her not being in this one because of contract disputes, which I think was very unfortunate because she is the face of the franchise at the end of the day. Mm. Um, there's a reason she keeps coming back. I just feel like um, they probably should have put up a dough to get her in this movie because I think she deserves it after all this time, especially after how successful the last one was. I forgot who it was, but somebody mentioned... It's like Tom Cruise didn't take a pay, a pay cut to do a new Maverick movie. Like, why should she have to take a pay cut to do this movie? Just that is kind of true. One of those, yeah, inequality type difference of things with with actors and actresses that we have to try to figure out. But yeah, it's just kind of the one glaring hole that I would that I would say is here for this movie. Would you say that something feels like it is missing because this is the first screen movie we have without Nev? Campbell uh would you say that you know she could have fit well obviously well obviously she would have fit well but like do you feel like that is a big part of this movie that is missing for you yeah I'd say it is and it just kind of gets muddied by the fact that it was because of a contract dispute like that just kind of makes it feel worse right yeah it, it is very unfortunate um when it comes to you know those types of things where it can easily be resolved and it just doesn't for whatever reason. So obviously we can't say much, you know, when it comes to Nev, but no, she is not in this movie. Um, that has kind of just been a thing for a while. That's, I don't really consider that a spoiler altogether. She's not in the marketing whatsoever, but I will say they did a bang up job with her not being there. Not saying that she would have, you know, weighed down anything because she is a face of the franchise, but this movie is taking the franchise into a different direction. Like clearly, you know, we have the requel. So we are trying to have the, we are trying to move away from legacy characters and create, you know, a new um, group for this new stream while, you know, they, they are somewhat connected in certain ways. Cause obviously they all shared that movie together, but yeah, I do agree. It is very unfortunate that Nev is not there. Um, but I will say they, they did a pretty like great job, even with her not being there. But it would have been nice to, you know, have some type of scene with Sydney altogether. But with all that said, let's actually get into our final thoughts and ratings. I was going to do scream rankings. If you want to really quick, we can. I'm not sure what your ranking is. Actually, no, I do want to know your screen ranking. So, and it doesn't have to include six, but how would you rank the franchise so far between like your favorite to your least favorite scream? Yeah, I think I haven't watched two or three in a long time. I did rewatch four and five before um, going to see six. So those are definitely fresh in my mind. And um, based on that, I'd have to go like, one, four, five, six, and then two or three, just kind of just yeah, hanging out at the bottom. Right. Yeah. And, and like we had said, you know, since this does echo um, or more of like a parody of, of Scream 2, you know, it, it is bigger, you know, it, it is bloodier and whatnot. Um, for, for me, and I've, it's been a while since I've done this, but I think the last time that I did my Scream ranking was last year. And let me see if I can bring that up. So mine actually follows Devin's in a way uh, when it comes to the Scream movies. Number one is Scream 1 is number one on my list. Scream 4 is number two. 
I'm tr- I'm wrestling of where to put Scream Six. I need to figure out if it's third or fourth. Actually, forget that. It's number three because I th- I enjoyed Scream 2022, but I enjoyed this a little bit more. So it would be Scream One, Scream Four, Six, then Scream 2022, then Scream Two, and then Scream Three. I feel like three is on the bottom with a lot of people's lists, but. You know, kudos to them only having one killer for that one. So (laughs) for being a visionary or whatnot. But yeah, that would be my screen ranking. So pretty much almost the same as Devin's altogether. But definitely go watch this movie in theaters. This is why you go to the movies. It is a lot of fun, especially if you're a horror fan. And I think people are just going to enjoy it altogether. And I hope we we get more. So before we close out really quick, Devin, let's get into our, our final thoughts and our ratings here. Then we'll close out. So, Devin, what are your final thoughts and ratings on Scream 6? So final thoughts, like like we've been saying, it's tough to say really anything because there's just so much that yeah. can be spoiled. And um, don't want to ruin the experience for anyone. So hopefully we've done a good job of evading this minefield but i would say (laughs) as far as final thoughts and ratings um, definitely enjoyable overall like i said before i love the new setting definitely very refreshing definitely better than when they did uh jason in manhattan that one didn't work as well i don't know if (laughs) you've ever seen clips of that but uh i've seen clips yeah he's basically just on a ship and they're like oh it's new york (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, i'd say this was a great job of, of bringing things to new york city making things bigger and bloodier i'd say as far as rating goes there's some things that didn't really work out for me that it kind of harshed things a little bit kind of brought the score down a little bit i'm sitting there around like a 68 right now somewhere around there david it's 68 I mean, it's not a bad score. I didn't expect you to go that low. I'm just it, it could have been higher, but there's some things that transpired that. Well, for me, I'm giving this a solid. I'm giving this an 85 out of 100 because I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Obviously, there are things that that did not work for me as well. Um, hence, why I've knocked it down to an 85. But. This was a really good screen movie, um, in, in my opinion. But of course, you know, we're not here to talk about our, our spoiler thoughts. And with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And as always, we always ask people to share, share, share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, let's take a sneak peek at what's coming up next on the show. So on deck, we have our The Last of Us finale episode that will be dropping late next week as the time begins to change. The Oscar winners will be announced by that time as well. So definitely keep a lookout for our The Last of Us finale episode. We're also going to be covering things such as Shazam 2 and the movie 65 and John Wick 4. It is a crazy month for movies. 
in March. It is literal March Madness alongside some amazing TV shows. We might throw in some Ted Lasso in there for you guys as well. But really quick, what is out now for you to listen to? You can listen to our The Last of Us episodes, one through eight reviews that is up on our podcast for people to go listen to, as well as our Ant-Man 3 review, Quantum Mania, which was fun, kind of, sort of, but definitely listen to our review over there. And, of course, we got to mention our Cocaine Bear review that everyone can go listen to as well. So, with all that said, thank you all for listening. And remember, if you enjoy the show, Leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. My name is Christian, and that was Devin signing off. And we'll see you guys in New York City. Peace.